0: Welcome to Real Purpose with Pastor Bob Land. God has a real purpose for each of us here in this life. It begins first with an intentional desire to have a relationship with Jesus Christ who wants you to connect with Him. We appreciate you listening today and pray that you will join us next
1: week for Real Purpose. Well, good morning, this is Pastor Bob Lenz and I am excited today, I have a special guest with me, Mr. Dave Silver, not only a member of our church and the worship team, a multi-musician, and he's my neighbor. Isn't that cool? And uh, he's got a a great story. We just met a few months ago, and it is by the grace of God, and uh, God answers his prayers. But, you know, welcome to Real Purpose, and you know, the show is about Jeremiah 20 and 11, for God says, for I know the plans I have for you. And today we are excited to hear the plans that God has for Dave and him share his story. So I'm going to open in prayer, and I'm going to introduce you to Dave, and he's going to share his story. Heavenly Father, we just give you the praise and the glory. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for this day. We thank you for those that are listening in right now, that, Father God, that if they don't know you by the end of the program, that they would get to know you. And, Lord, we thank you for each and every day that you give us, every new heartbeat, every new dream that, uh, Lord, that, that is part of your plan, Father. I love, it, God, that when you created us, you had a plan for us long before we were even conceived in our mother's wombs. So, Lord, we want to give you this day. We thank you again, Lord. We are blessed to be a blessing. And we give you all the praise, and we give you all the glory in your precious and holy name, the name above all names, the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I want to introduce you to Dave Silver today, and here he is. He's going to introduce and start a story, and and uh, yeah, take it away, Dave. Good morning, Bob. Uh, it's, it's what a
0: blessing to be here and, and talk to you, and it feels really good that our Heavenly Father changed my life big time, big time, uh, all these all the years and so on. So that's. Uh, uh, thank you again for letting me be a part of uh, the uh, group of that, that uh, I'm learning how to play. Um, worship, with, well, right? Yeah, yeah, worship. <laughs> that's it. Worship rehearsal. And uh, it's uh, it's really a blessing for me. It really is. What a, what a uh, life that our Heavenly Father let me and let people have it from in between to good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an
1: amazing uh, journey and, and just talking about music I know when I was introduced to it Especially coming out of oldies and country music and, and when I was introduced to worship music I was like, what's this? It's different But but the power of it is so different also yeah. So, yeah, you want to share like You can start wherever you want in your well, life Yeah, your beginnings And kind of where you're at and
0: I, In the music business, I remember a time That when I was little uh, Mom told me several times that uh, before she had me, uh, we were living in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, she went to a Fox Theater a couple of times. And at the time, uh, she had a, a trench coat around her, wow. and uh, she was bebopping bopping on the, the aisle. Saw that when the, uh, little Richard started was over there, and a couple other uh, well known at the time yeah. to begin well known, and she was dancing. And I must, I must have got that. Uh, from her, because I was like uh, starting to learn when I was three or four of her 45s. Wow. And after that, uh, I started banging on a pots and pans at home and so on, and then next thing you know, here comes a piece of drums, a piece of drums, a piece of drums, and uh, I'm going, okay. And I learned uh, how to pronounce and to on stage. I had two different um, course teachers in two different schools. And they said to me that, uh, look in the mirror. When you look in the mirror and express that song, good, bad, sad, whatever it is, that is the audience. Yeah. And so when you're singing, real well, high, you know, type to like the Four Seasons, yeah. then you're at the time, and then you express that song. And then after my first, very first one, sure, I was nervous, but I remember of the, of what I did. And I'm looking at the people. It was like I'm looking at the mirror. So it didn't really help. You know, it helped yeah. me out a great deal. You up for the clapping. <laughs> I'm going, wow. You know, this, this, a, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> I remember. Yeah, even when I was a child and when I was in school, and uh, they brought me the first time. And uh, I think when I got the part for uh, uh, you're, G- you're good man, Charlie Brown. My teacher made me go. And I remember that same thing you're talking about. That first applaud. There's something that kind of resonates and goes. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. And, and, and you know I, and some for those who are listening in that don't know what he meant by a 45, there was a time when these little records they were I don't know about the made th- three times the size of a disc, four times the size of a disc today, a CD, and they actually were on a record player and they had this big hole and you put them in it. They're called 45s. Yeah,
0: you know, it's vinyl kind of came back too about yeah. a couple years ago. Vinyl has. And so it's like well, it, it repeats itself for the history of, you know, either a place or thing. Yeah. Like clothes, you know, clothes come back twenty years later, so does the music and then fresh music.
1: Yeah, what you is know. old is new. That that's what I heard. Yeah, what yeah. is old is new. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You know, like you said, at one time of anything, that music is so old was well, yeah. once
1: new. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah it's it, our culture is funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so now so you, you so what happened after that you were introducing music this thing started yeah like, yeah,
0: yeah It started started working out pretty well um, when uh, there was a little uh, kids show in Detroit called Banjo Billy and uh, that's when I started seeing wow you know just uh, clown and uh, entertainment and so on and I couldn't really like it cuz I'm the only child right yeah so I kind of locked it. I'm going, this is good stuff, and uh, so I learned piece by piece, in uh, in uh, Detroit, and mostly Florida. I lived in, in Key Key West, wow. and Hollywood, and Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. Uh, that was music in the in the '70s. You know, I didn't know nothing about country at all. This what it was happening, right? Yeah. And the only thing I never did was opera or disco, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but everything else was <laughs> right there—the bebop bop and do wop stuff. Right. Thanks to mom. But uh, as thing goes by, I figure, okay, uh, let me try this out and this out. But I remember in the first time of being in the studio, that I seen the on the air was on. Now a friend of mine wow. and I was doing he here's one of his songs, right? It was like owner's deals, you pay a few bucks out there, and that's it. But nothing ever happened. Two weeks later, it was some woman's, vo- uh, woman's voice that um, uh, was on this guy's record and his music, and you know that's how it mm-hmm. is in life. That you should have checked things out before anything else, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, out of that, uh, after I moved up here, <clears throat> trying to learn, uh, the music's in my heart and soul, yeah. man. Right? Yeah. I was. Uh, uh, I started uh, joining. Uh, I uh, joined a gospel group called Liberty Quartet, and Bob Moss was the manager, and he needed a drummer. Well, okay, I was elected. Yeah. So uh, during that time, through uh, so many churches, so many different uh, religions in the church, uh, it was like, okay, this this is nice. This is I, I recorded everything on yeah. paper, right? So many people I saw. Only on weekends we had about four states, and we went. Here and there, here and there. Yeah. Well, after Liberty Quartet, I went to Sounds of Cavalry down in Malden and uh, I was so tickled because we had the, the guys in the band, the instruments. We did an instrumental album in Flora, Illinois, and it was really tight and it was good. You know, it was, and uh, I got really nice of, of feeling that uh, okay, this is what it's all about of
1: our heavenly father yeah
0: now i've been through churches different types of title and that's well. That, never, that's what I
1: was going to ask you Was at, at, in the beginning of this process, of, of you're growing. Uh, you know, what was where were you with Christ in your life? Uh, I know early on, I you know I went to Catholic school as a little kid. I really didn't have a relationship, but I believe in God. Right. So I thought that, that's what I wanted to ask you. So if somebody's yeah. listening in, they may think, well, you know, uh, I don't believe, or maybe I'm in that place. Just to know where you were at to see this transition in your life. Right. Yeah.
0: Thanks. You know, Thanks to mom, she didn't go, but she believed. Yeah. You know. And that's what helped me out. Also, okay. There's the music. There's home. There's believe. And he and Mom says always says, okay, Almighty God, believe Him and Lord Jesus Christ. You know, through all that time. And you know, as being young, okay, right. (laughs) Okay, you know, okay. Yes, I do believe, but oh boy, here comes comes (laughs) Satan again. You know. (laughs) Yeah. So on, but after the uh, gospel groups. I started a band called Night Shift. Yeah. Now, before I, I put in the name Night Shift, uh, uh, it was yesterday's country. You know, yeah. this is a three-piece type deal. But things started happening. But still, I believe our Heavenly Father. Okay. And right now, Bob, right now, as you and I talk, yeah. I live to tell it. Amen. Right? Yeah. I live to tell it. Thank God I live to tell it that I'm still here yeah. when he, he's ready to call me home. So during, after that time, 25 years, night shift, Wow! Um, I said, okay, I was still the baby of the group. Everybody was older, right? Wow. But after that, uh, I got more interesting uh, when I lived on my, my friend's property. I had lots of time in my hand. And then I go ahead and start reading. Now, I don't know what I was reading. How, I'm going, okay, let's start this from this and this. Most of it I don't understand. Some of it was more common
1: sense. Now, Is this the Bible you're talking about? Yes, yeah, it's the Bible oh, okay. I'm talking
0: about, right? I'm sorry. And, uh, and I started writing gospel, right? And so the gospel itself, uh, the child, it doesn't have to do with our Lord Jesus Christ. It has to do with a child that is handicapped oh. uh, on a wheelchair or uh, wherever that child is, right? Yeah. That people don't know how they feel. Yeah. And one of these days, I'll, I'll let you hear it. Yeah, a that'd be great. Right? And what I do, I put a props. I got props of a small wheelchair, small little uh, uh, walking uh, crutches. Yeah. Right? Anything small. A teddy bear and then flowers, And it tells a story about two wow. kids, boy and girl, of that. And then I started writing some more, right? And then, so I'm working on one right now. Um, it's, uh, it's it's called uh, Gospel of Armor. Yeah. Right, because when you said that yesterday, I said, okay, so I'm looking at this stuff. It's it's what's in my heart, soul, and mind that, okay, things are happening here. Why is it happening? And I'm going, okay, here's this gentleman across the street where I live. I'm going, and I saw this man. I'm going. Oh, they just moved in. <laughs> and I saw this man with a guitar. I'm going, hey, do you pick? Yeah. And this guy said, yeah, do you? I said, yeah. So let's get together. Next thing I know, it, it was Bob. yeah, Pastor Bob right here <laughs> was talking to me. I'm going, wow. You know, yeah, and then that's... things passed on and on and on. I'm yeah. going, wow. And so, meantime, um, I, I do some shows over at Chaffee, Missouri to just uh, plain fun. Yeah. yeah, It's really fun. And uh, everybody gets up and sings and da-da-da-da. But uh, but knowing, I can't wait, Bob. So help me, I can't wait. <coughs> that uh, <coughs> excuse me, that what's coming yeah. next yeah. of our heavenly Father. There's something there, like you and I talked about. Yeah, right. So
1: yeah and, 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 uh, and I know as I got to know you talked about uh, you had heart surgery or you had some health yeah. things and that was kind of an awakening too, or, or profound moment with God so why don't you share that too yeah it's, it's,
0: it's really something that i never been in a hospital in my life yeah right and then about uh, I don't know 54 55 give or take uh, of the age uh, yes I, I didn't smoke a lot but uh, one day I lived in Dutch town, whatever, by myself. I mean, at the time I was a little bit cigarette and all of a sudden I went I hit the floor. Wow. I mean in the living room. I hit the floor, I'm going, Wow. I mean, just like that. So I put it out and that was the last time. May th- May tenth, two thousand five was the last time I had it. And that wow. was it. But after that I did some uh, work went to the doctor and checked this out and checked this out and all that and uh so uh, I went to uh to get uh one more one more check from the doctor and he looks at me and I'm officially have a stent on my kidney okay but he stopped yeah. right and he says Dave we'll have to put you out for sure because um there's something here I forgot to see yeah well then I said, you know, I was on this stuff here that felt pretty good. Well, my girlfriend saw the doctor. He went over to the wall and banged his head against the wall. Next thing I knew it, I woke up, I was pure white, Panther said, Wow. And my girlfriend said uh, I had a double bypass before the stent.
1: Wow. My stint
0: on my kidney. So, so I have two stents on my kidneys, a double bypass, diabetic two, And I told the doctor before I left, I said, I want to see you outside. (laughs) He says, I want to see you outside too, better. We started laughing, right? Wow. But all this, I did not know. Yeah. That's it, you know? I did not know. And again, you never know what's coming. But all that time before that, I never went to hospital because I was,
1: right, you know, yeah,
0: so on. And I I think about,
1: so, you know, when I think about that I think about, it always goes back to Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, and I know that God knows the number of hairs on our heads, because the Bible tells us that He knows the number of our days. Really? Yeah, Amen. I got much here. And you see the picture of Dave on the yeah, yeah. on the cover here. So <laughs> what, what's amazing is that we go through this life, and then, and I really believe that uh, you know, as we mature, we realize that uh, nobody's getting out of this world alive. Mm. So we we things become more important to us as we go. And I know music uh, like you. You know that was that was really my my early salvation. It's love music, and then then when I learned to play. You know, spent my life in the Marine Corps. Then my call, you know, when I was uh, in entertainment. Then my call to the ministry, and you see this progression. And then I look back and think, Lord, I missed out so many years of my life with a relationship with you because I, I didn't know. I mean, that's like it. you, that's it. A good friend with Carrie Liddle sent me my first Bible. I'm reading this this this, this big thick book, and I, I was clueless. I had no idea. Instead of Psalms, I was calling it puss Psalms, and uh, you know you don't say the P. So, it, it, but God, you know, when I look back and I think, boy, if I trust Him, He has this plan. So those that are listening in as you're listening to Dave's story, and you may maybe you're in that place. Maybe you're you you believe in God, but you really don't have a relationship with Him, and that, and that's what He wants. He wants to have the Creator of heaven and earth, the Alpha Omega, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He wants to have a personal relationship with us. So that person, and I, I always like that one person that's listening right now that doesn't have that, whether you're going through, maybe, maybe if you smoke, I smoke, whether you're coming out of the other side of a storm or you're going into one, there's always, you're either in one, going into one, or you're coming out of one. That's just life. And you're not going to get out of this world alive. So uh, God is knocking and there's always that, you know, I hear this, uh, you know, wow, it's a little yes, bit loud, yes. but he stands at the door and knocks and he's waiting to be invited in. And I think what happens for a lot of people, they just crack that door open, and they. I remember when I grew up, there's that little chain, you know, only about four inches or three inches in your door, and you're peeking out there trying to figure out who's coming in. And, and Christ is saying, look, I want in. And I mean all the way in, not just into the living room. Mm-hmm. He wants to be in all the rooms that are messy that sometimes we have stuff in, but we don't want nobody to come in, you know. There's I was saying, if I have to show you my house, I'll have to kill you on the way out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's just life, and we want, and he wants all the way in. And when I did that, um, my whole world opened up in a way that I couldn't even conceive. It's just like we talked last night during worship rehearsal. Just to sit here and be with others that that find this incredible joy to uh, rehearsing worship is worshiping, you know, and and that's the part we're given to God. We're not sitting here. You know, worried about the next crowd. Are we going to make a buck at the next gig? You know, right. this is about, you know, doing it right. Uh, we call it undistractional excellence, which means, uh, you know, uh, we come from a place where, you know what? God wants our best, not excellence, but he wants our best. And we have to give him excellence, I believe, from every, every part of our, our lives, whether it's playing the guitar, whether it's drums, whether it's vocals. And worship should be a, 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 not a distraction, but we usher the congregation into Christ. So, yeah, so, you know, as I'm thinking about that, and thinking about your part in this, it's so valuable.
0: You know, the main of all main things is saving that soul.
1: Amen. Yeah. You
0: know, this day and age, more than ever, you know, and those, the folks out there, the men and women, young and old, that whatever it is, um, it shall pass also. Yeah. That as you look towards our Heavenly Father, I mean, I am learning this and, I'm a believer of this because this is so, and it's really easy to let him take over. (laughs) Yeah. But that means surrender, right? That's it. it, That's (laughs) it. You know, as a human being, it's hard. Yes. But in a soul, because like, uh, like you said that God knows you before you
1: were born. Yeah right that's right that's true right yeah okay so I learned something right there yeah, that's right <laughs> he created us with a purpose he knew you know we're talk about God is sovereign God is you no know, omniscient omnipresent omnipotent he's a, you know he doesn't change and then he created us and I love to think when I heard this you know the average human brain weighs about 3.5 pounds and we're trying to figure out who this God is <laughs> instead of just trusting him we want to try and figure it out yeah and, and really, uh, and I like what you said because, you know, uh, we just have to trust him. We're spinning on a ball mm-hmm. in the middle of the universe, mm-hmm. and then we think we're in control. That mm-hmm. could stop at any moment. God could just take his finger and go, Bob, it's yeah. done. We're out of here. Well, you good. know, no gravity. And uh, so it's really funny. But when it comes down to that complete surrender, that's when I see people. It, Pastor Skip Elmore at Skyline used to say, Bob, they walk in the office with the headlights off. He said, but when they walk out of my office... Most of the time, the headlights are on, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I think about our roles when mm-hmm. we go out and reach people. Whether it's through music, whether it's through our prayers, whether it's through our yes. hands-on, just loving them when they're out and yes. they walk through the church doors, they walk in with the headlights off. Are they walking with the he- out with the headlights on when they pass that two-inch threshold? That's it. and it's so important, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know when people are listening in, what would you say some of the highlights? Really, as you're as you're thinking about your life and and and. Uh, the, the people that you play with now and you you're 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 still doing it at this point in your life and and now you're on the worship team and you just start playing the cajon last night yeah which is change right i mean you yeah. could have said oh i'm not uncomfortable but you yeah. just grab that and we rehearsed it was so much fun last night yeah it was our heavenly father to help me <laughs> yeah. out
0: Type to I said, okay this this is not a box that's <laughs> right yeah. see what bob's doing <laughs> yeah. there it is you know yeah. uh definitely I am, I'm working right now of a title of a song and I, I need you to help me out in the very near future if and when you have the time yeah. that um, uh, I thought about this a few years ago didn't do nothing about it but more and more of this year a year and a half I mean things yeah. are falling into place of our heavenly father for me to I guess uh, what was that minister or something or looking into
1: something uh, to of music or, yeah.
0: you know, it's like that. Uh,
1: oh, you're talking about the vision when I was talking about the church and yeah. what the plans that God has. Yes. Because it's easy for me to pigeonhole. I could say I could pigeonhole you because I could say, hey, maybe you want, would you be willing to teach a young child that'll come in here that has a dream for to play drums, but they can't afford it? Right. Because we know that when you, uh, a lot of families just don't have the income anymore, so they can't afford to put their kids or buy a drum set. Yeah. So what can we do as a church? Really, now we call that side door ministry. So side door, door ministry is I'm going to teach this adult, this child, all about how to play in this instrument, whether it's drums or a cajon. the, the, the and, and through that, we bridge Christ to them. Because what they see in you, you know, it's, it's not just saying I'm, I'm a believer, a follower of Christ, but it's through my actions. Yeah. And here, you know, we get a, a young... And the and the door of opportunity, it's always 4 to 14. That's the, that's the narrow window we have. Anything after that usually gets more difficult. Because as we get older, it's hard to change, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, so that's a, so, I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. So as Dave is sharing with you, if you're listening, who those who are listening, in that's part of this vision and the churches we want to have available to uh, our our community. You know, classes on vocational, whether it's building, carpentry, welding, a- anything we could think of. You know, what could church be? That's what was said at my ordination, and that just that was it for me. It's all I needed to hear. So. Uh, we want kids to be able to come in and say, I want to know how to play guitar. Well, do I have a guitar player out there that's willing to give time for free? We don't want we can't pay because exactly. if we got children yeah. out here not paying, you know, we should give. And that's the blessing. That's it. Uh, because that next child that's come in here through playing that instrument, that child may be at Carnegie Hall. That child may be playing Never you know, know, somewhere. We God don't know. Knows. Amen. Yeah. Because. Everything goes back to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For God knows the plans he has for us. Yeah, that's it. Right? So a, I just wanted clear. to share, as you were sharing out, so they brought in a loop what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, I got the title. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's called God Forgive Us, Jesus Saves Us. Yeah, amen. That's the title right there. Right. Yeah, yep. So a lot of work I got to do on that, yeah. and uh, hopefully when you have time yeah. in the future, we can tag team that, you know. Yeah. I'm looking at like an upbeat type too on that, you know. Yeah, really a
1: rolling, but. Well, you know, we talk about uh, when, we're talk, when we're talking about music in the church. It was, it, it is such a divisive part of, of of churches. You know, like when people call me, they, they won't ask me about Jesus, but they, what kind of music do you play. And I'm saying, does it matter? Exactly, because exactly. it really is not about a beat. It's not about. It really is about worshiping Christ yes. on Sundays, right? Yes. They're right. not coming to a concert, and we know that. Um, uh, uh, there are churches that you walk in you think you to do a rock and roll concert the lights are flashing, smoke and all right. that stuff that's aesthetics and we realize that we live in a culture that part of the aesthetics do impact people that are showing up right. but really the essence of worship is to usher people to Christ, get them in that place spiritually and, and that's why part of it is I think when new people come in it's not always playing Christian music. I want to be able to have a, a jazz music playing. I want to have some blues playing, mm-hmm. because those are coming to the church for the first time. They they, they don't know what Christian music. is. I certainly did not. I, I never heard a praise yeah. music. I'm learning. I'm learning this year last <laughs> yeah. couple of months. You know? Right, but you play a Jimmy Buffett or you get some old <laughs> rock and roll songs in here. Something that they know and they're going to they come. They grew in. up on. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah. it's from familiarity. They're coming into a circle. They're walking into a, a, a building where most people are already threatened they, because they're already associating, they're already deciding, if I go to church, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, uh, my life doesn't match up with this God. Right. So they feel condemned, condemnation. And there is no condemnation in Christ. He tells us that. Definitely. So we have to provide that same atmosphere for everybody that walks in here. We're not a country club. We focus on Christ, no compromise, unapologetic, unafraid, and we speak truth. And there's safety in that exactly. in the church. Yeah. And,
0: and those songs of any type uh, is the words... The verse, the chorus, whatever—that yeah. it's true. Yeah, I mean, hits you right there. That, whoa! If you have never heard it before, yeah. like the old ones in between and the new ones in the future. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. you never know, and that's why I am so tickled that I can still hear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me too. I'm new. St- <laughs> of new stuff that's coming out. That, okay, let me try this. You know, 'cause I like to try things. Yeah. And the music itself, right? To learn more, yeah, th- of the book, yeah. our Heavenly Father's book, to learn more, because uh, it's really something. As you grow older, yeah, right, it's like, okay, God knows when I'm leaving. You don't, so do your best, yeah. for our Heavenly Father. Do your best, you can anyway, young and old. Do your best, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, that because you never know that you might you're going to need Him, not yeah. might, but need Him yeah.
1: for. Good, bad, or ugly. Yeah, you know. yeah, I think about you. Just keyed on something else when you're talking about um, what you said. Legacy. What is the legacy that Dave Silver is going to leave for people that known him in his life? Or, you know, a lot of times, you know, when a person passes, and I've done funeral celebrations of life, uh, you know, I try to be truthful. It doesn't mean the person was a saint, and yet mm-hmm. in death. Uh, everybody wants to make that person a saint. We know that that's not true all the right, time. Right. I, I've been out there with where I had one person show up at the funeral, and I thought, wow, that's not quite the heart print that you would think a human being would leave on, on, on somebody. So statistics say that the average human being will connect with 10,000 people in his lifetime or her lifetime, 10,000. So I think about when we give our lives over to Christ, now we're more purposeful about reaching and, and reaching the harvest for Christ, touching these lives it, it's gonna it's gonna far out out surpass ten thousand. But just just alone, think about that. If the average human being touches or connects with ten thousand people in their lifetime, what kind of a legacy? What does that look like for Dave Silver? You know, what yeah. what do you think about? What, would you want to leave? Right. Well,
0: most important thing that I am and still am a believer our Heavenly Father for one thing, Amen. our Lord Jesus Christ that saved my soul the uh the things that um coming my way that I know I don't know the <laughs> real thing, but it's gonna be good yeah it's gonna be good, you know, and you know it, it's funny how a doctor uh never had anything open in my body but except this doctor that double bypass i mean and thinking that I am so blessed because of the men and women in armed forces that yeah. are limp, are gone, are busted up the body type deal. I am so fortunate that our that our Heavenly Father knows that these souls are in heaven. Yeah. I really believe that. And when I felt that, and my son saw me the ne- uh, a couple of hours later after the surgery, I mean, I was pure white, wow. right? He said, Yeah, you're a ghost. I said, Yeah, but um, what really scared me was that I, when I woke up, I'm going, <coughs> cough, my cough. I had a tube down my throat. Oh, wow. All Right? I'm going, <coughs> and the lady says, the nurse says, uh, Yes? Yes? I'm going, Yes. Go, wow. Yeah, water. <laughs> water. She says, On three, I'll take the tube out. Okay, one, two. I'm going, Three, <laughs> I had a, a sense, oh, of sense of humor. Oh, that's funny, that's funny. It's just a humor type deal that I know our Heavenly Father has too. That's a sense is of funny. humor. You know, look at me. Uh, you come over there and I'm like, I'm hey, yeah. do you pick? <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> but uh, all in all, seriously, that I uh, I want to do my best non stop, more 110 percent and everything else because you never know when I leave this world, yeah. Uh, body, yeah. um, yeah, and uh. Human-wise, and uh, I just want to do my best. And I pray, I pray more often uh, before oh, I pray anything. You know more, yeah. but when I have this part-time job driving, uh, yeah. I only got sideswiped the other day, wow. because the person did not see that I have my blinker on. And so on, but. I, I pray more and often of these vehicles I drive, because you never know, you yeah. know I, I had a flat tire and so on, <laughs> you know. Well, I went down from uh, from seventy eight to uh, seventy five miles an hour on fifty five now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, that is a big deal. Wow. So uh, now about the music and stuff, are you are you are you guys and the, the people you play with? Are you guys going to be somewhere you want to share with anybody?
0: Yeah, yeah um, I'm. I'm in a group called Southern Harmony. Uh, good friends of mine. Bob, Mike, and Jerry. Jerry plays piano. Uh, Mike plays a mixture of music, a uh, lead singer. Bob uh, plays a mu- mixture of music, and lead singer. And I uh, try to sing sometimes, <laughs> you know, and play guitar and so on, and no drums. And um, I, I can't wait that this, uh, we're rehearsing for a whole month for Branson, Missouri. Wow. Uh, 2 two twenty 20-minute shows for um, uh, Dub family, I believe, uh, the Brett family, the other one, I believe, but one of the families is going to be at the Dick Clark Theater. Nice. So I called. I called Mom up about a couple of months ago. I said, you know, um, I remember you told me that uh, you constantly watched Dick Clark back then. Uh, you were a beep bopper, Mom. I know that because you told me that uh, you'd like to rock and roll in the fifties and sixties. I said, uh, and then ever since that, uh, you were carrying me and holding, having a trench coat around you, so you can dancing on the aisles in the Fox Theater. I said. Uh, now i got a chance to, to perform it at the Clark Theater. Isn't that something? And what's really a blessing, Bob, really a blessing, is that Welcome Home, USA, I put together.
1: Yeah, the song. We're on the next. we going to bring that in. We can play it on the next podcast. Thank you. And
0: yeah. uh, it's, uh, that weekend will be Veterans Weekend. Yeah. So with that, at Branson, Veterans Weekend, I'm going to the, do the song uh, that our Heavenly Father helped me put together. Uh, it's an upbeat type deal, like a ticket parade music, yeah. right? I mean, so so the men and women of all ages can still feel appreciated of coming home. Yeah, amen. You know they don't know that uh, in this song also is that it's two parts. It's the human that's coming home. Yeah. It's the souls that going home. Yeah. You know, of the military. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like on the men and women armed forces. Yeah. It's two into one. No. Right. So you know when you hear the song tattoo, it seems okay, oh this is for USA. Well the USA people, yeah. They will go home and going home, heaven or earth. Yeah. You know, that's what it is.
1: And I'll make sure that uh, the next time we have you in fact, we we can bring you back anytime or after Branson you could talk about your experience there. But I was just thinking as you were saying that for I know the plans I have for you is here you are this child your mom brings you to this place of the trench coat. It's part of your life and now full circle around you get to call your mom and say and by the way. Yeah. Look mom. I just I'm, talked I'm, to her I'm, this morning. I'm I'm going to be in Branson. Yeah, yeah maybe you want to say hello to your mom because she's I'm sure she may want want to listen to this too. So Yeah. But uh, how yeah. cool is that? I just it love is. It. it. I is. I I think that this is the stuff that just I like, tell people, you know, it floats my boat spiritually because I see God working in people's lives. Yes. And, Look uh, at you, Bob. Oh, exactly. You know, fantastic. Yeah. through the years
0: of yeah. everything, you know. And, and mean, we're here together. Yes, Not sir. only
1: here, but we live right across the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, it, <laughs> and, and, and you know, they sold the house. The owner sold the house we were living in. So we waited. There was no houses available in Scott City. And, I mean, we looked for a year. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, one of our members, Debbie Collier, she's a uh, Reddick. She says, Hey pastor, there's a house up on this st- maple. I called the owner and talked to him and we're waiting and waiting and we met him and we're waiting. <laughs> and finally I think, well, we probably didn't get it. I bugged him a couple more times and he said, okay, we're going to go with you. And then that's when we started moving in. And then you were, uh, you were the first <laughs> one to say, Hey, you a picker. <laughs> but you know, it, it was really wild is that, uh, <laughs> when I was younger
0: in, uh, Detroit that, uh, you know no cell phones or nothing, nothing yeah. like that. you know you might start getting into the uh, c b radios you know might like, yeah, I yeah, did, yeah. but uh the the big phones and all this so yeah, yeah. um uh, a, a neighbor kid was like maybe two houses or three houses down across the street, right, and so it kind of kind of remind me what I did when I was young. I'm going, well out
1: loud, i walk outside, hey, are you home
0: yeah. you know if well,
1: <laughs> it's just like now, right, Bob, are you yeah. home yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can remember we go out and play, and my mom, at the time, I remember uh, we lived up on the second story, and I can remember my mom, this when we lived in Boundbrook, New Jersey, my, and the school was just up the road. My mom would say, don't let me call three times. And my mom, and I can remember her, Bobby, Linda, out the window, and if you heard her voice, that we left the school ground, we ran all the way home. Those were the days. There was, uh, yeah, go ahead. There was a, there was, there's a story about my dad, uh,
0: you know, the uh, grandma and grandpa had about seventeen kids, right? Yeah. And uh, looks like stair steps all the way up. Yeah. That's what I was told. And uh, anyways, when dad was a second oldest or third oldest. Anyways, when he gets into mischief type though now he always was a worker when he was a kid. He liked that money, right? I mean, it could be a gol uh, for a golfer uh, to uh, you know, hold a bag and yeah. so on, right? Yeah. Okay. When he gets in trouble, Dad's told me this. He said, when I got in trouble, not once but a couple of times, I can hear my father, uh, his father was a bus driver in New York. I can hear my father, when Mom says something to him about me, oh, not the other kids, but me, Dad would say, go out the uh, back door whatever, and say, Jimmy, (laughs) come on home, I ain't going to hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) And And after that, Dad would say, no, I know his hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. I just want to, uh, maybe you want to share that one last thought with uh, that one person that needed to hear what you brought today. And uh, what would you want to say to that person? For that person,
0: male or female, young and old, don't give up to yep. our Heavenly Father. Yep. Until you're very low in life, do not give up our heavenly father cuz he sees you yeah. if you give him just your your love just i love you father our heavenly father yeah i mean he knows i believe this with all my heart he knows your life you don't yeah he knows that okay you're down and out tactile. Uh, let's see what you do of your life do not go overboard do not say, That's it, I'm done. No, that's cheating yeah. of your life. You know, your your brain might be mushed up, but try to remember, don't do it. Just say no. Yeah. But say yes to our Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what I say.
1: Amen. If you have not given your life over to Jesus Christ and you want to talk to me, give me a call at 480-249-9940. That's 480-249-9940. I'm calling down here from the studio. We are at Restoration Community Church. I'm the senior pastor, and Dave is part of our church, and he's part of our worship team. He's part of my life, and it is an awesome blessing. So remember, Jeremiah 20, for God knows the plans he has for you. So if you have not and you want to turn your life over to Jesus Christ, give me a call, uh, and your, your life will be changed forever. So, I want to thank, him. we're going to bring Dave back. We're going to hear some more. We got, you know, it's hard to put somebody's life into 30, 40 minutes because he's got so many other parts of his life. It'd be great to share. Uh, just remember just how much Jesus loves you, and we will be back. Thank you for joining Real Purpose today. Be blessed, and remember always just how much Jesus loves you.
0: God has a real purpose for each of us here in this life. It begins first with an intentional desire to have a relationship with Jesus Christ who wants you to connect with him. We appreciate you listening today and pray that you will join us next week for Real Purpose with Pastor Bob Lenz.